What's happening for the people? What's happening? I'm your host with the most, Mr. Braun, and yes, welcome to another episode of 40 Years of Hip Hop, Well, we review 1,000 songs over the span of 40 years, from 1979 to 2019, and party people! Today we will be reviewing Poor Folks by Nappy Roots, featuring Anthony Hamilton, from the album Watermelon, Chicken and Grits, which was released in 2002. And for the people, make sure you check out our, our Mixed Cloud page so that you can check out all of the best music that we got. So that's right, party people. Finally, we're giving it to you. Uh, all of the music that we're reviewing, you will be able to listen to it. That's right, party people. And don't forget to check out our Mixed Cloud. Yes, it's live. It's on. We basically got all of the good music that we're reviewing for you and more. We got some top five. We got some mixtape and much, much, much more is coming. That's right, party people. So, like I was saying, Nappy Roots featuring Anthony Hamilton. But, party people, before we get into it, let's take a look at Mr. Ron's week. That's right, party people. And it is with that uh, I have to tell you that another, another uh, young man, another young rapper died with, you know, gun violence. You know, uh, there was a young Dolph dies at the age of 36 in a shooting in uh, Memphis, Tennessee. And uh, wow, I, I I just cannot believe all of that gun violence. You know, I, I have to tell you that gun violence is at an all-time high. Even in Montreal, party people, even in the northern parts of the world, um, gun violence is uh, really becoming an issue uh, to the point where the Montreal police had to dedicate a squad strictly for gun violence, which is basically related to gangs. And I have to tell you people, uh, uh, my answer, better gun control. So in Canada, it's not so bad, okay? I have to say like in Canada, you can't buy a gun at Walmart, okay? And Canada is actually making efforts to uh, uh, to have better gun control. USA, what are you doing? You know, I have to say that um, I'm not really impressed with the USA uh, with uh, their gun control laws. It's way too easy to be able to uh, get a gun. Uh, yeah, and, and also I find that uh, the United States. Uh, the United States is a country based on violence. You know, don't forget, there's like, what is it, like the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms. Do we still need that in our day and age? In 2021, this was something that was written, what, in the 1800s? You know, uh, is that still valid nowadays? If we see, like, if we weigh the positive and the negative of guns, in, I'm just going to say in North America, okay, Canada, United States, you can see that there's way more negative points than positive. Anyways, man, that's just the way I see it, you know, that's just the way I see it. I 
better gun control everywhere Canada the US and there's some country that some countries even the police don't have guns you know and it just makes getting a gun like when you make getting a firearm so difficult then you know what the gun violence is gonna go down anyways man sad situation so rest in peace to uh young Dolph who well still at the age of 36 is not so young you know too soon too soon okay so party people what have I been listening to this week so I have to say that I actually uh, uh I was listening to Nipsey Hustle uh his album um Victory Lap yeah um so being older my time frame is not the same as a 20 year old okay example for me uh i find that um nipsey is still fairly new okay even though he passed away in 2018 and um of course i heard a lot of nipsey but when the album came out it was just one that that i missed you know and uh but wow i i really enjoyed the album i really enjoyed the album again like staying true to that west coast sound and uh yeah so that's what mostly i've been listening to this week and i have to say the track of the week party people is something that is totally on the left field is bad bad not good okay so bad bad not good is a canadian jazz band okay they actually did uh, an incredible album with Ghostface Killer from The Woo, you know, and uh, their uh, track um, Talk Meaning, definitely track of the week, and definitely I'll try to put it on on the compilations on, of course, our Mixcloud app, Mixcloud Forever Hip Hop, because you know it, party people, you know it. So come back next week because party people, the G-Man will be reviewing me and my girlfriend by Tupac Machiavelli. Okay, and uh, yeah, um, good track. I'm not sure I would have picked that one, you know, but uh, definitely, you know, of course, Pac needs to be up in here, you know, and uh, so I support that. I support it 100%. So why did I choose this song? So, um... Now, let's get back as we're returning to Nappy Ruth Paul Folks from the album Watermelon Chicken and Grits from 2002. So why uh, did I choose this song? Well, uh, around 2002, uh, you know, after the year 2000, I noticed hip hop was changing. Okay, uh, what I mean by that is now you're, you're starting to see people who had no voice or coming out with actually coming out with a voice and again I'm referring I'm talking about the South you know so the South is starting you know slowly and little did the whole hip-hop community know that the South was gonna rule for like the next decade um and uh hence nappy roots and of course so now within that turn of events from the year 2000 uh, the styles are emerging. Uh, also, I noticed that hip hop is becoming more and more club friendly. Okay, and uh, Nappy Rose, they are not that, but they're from the south. Okay, and um, 
I totally took uh, notice uh, of them. And um, so, is this thing or is this song original? And if so, how? Like I was just telling you, party people, the 2000 were all about club-friendly tracks, bling, and fast women. <laughs> fast women, yes. You know, I'm, I'm, yeah, fast women. I could say hoes. I could, but you know. I'm a gentleman, you know what I'm saying? I, I watch how, how I speak, you know? <laughs> Anyways, and um, these guys, you know, uh, Nappy Roots, they come about and they're rapping about the struggles of the everyday men. Not only that, but the struggles of country people because they're from Kentucky. I didn't even know Kentucky had a hip-hop scene, you know, in the year 2000. So I really uh, uh, enjoy uh, enjoyed their point of view from the fact that they're coming from a less, I would say, glamorous city. And uh, I think that their point of view was totally original. You know, the, the, the twist that they added to their music was totally original. So just to situate you guys a little bit, just like a few other rappers from that year. So we're talking about like 50, uh, Missy, Eminem, Nas was making his comeback. Uh, Scarface came, like, dropped The Fix, which was actually one of my favorite Face albums. And not only that, but the underground hip hop scene was getting healthier and healthier because of the internet. And you had, like, people that, like, Black Alicious, uh, Mr. Lift, Jurassic 5, Nonfiction, just to name a few, just like that on the top of my head, that were. We're getting decent exposure. Things like before, without the internet, it wouldn't have happened. And this is at the time that you can see, oh, you know what, this is actually becoming quite useful for people that don't have a strong voice as like, you know, commercial hip hop. So fun fact for the people, when Nappy Roots were on the come up, no one took them seriously as soon as they found out that they were from Kentucky. It was a struggle. And I understand that. You know, I totally understand that point of view. And courtesy of this card party people, and this is why, for originality, I give it a four on five. Four on five. Delivery, which stands up for lyrics and flow. So quotable. So rough, it was downright wrong, I tell you. Nobody ever gave, gave us nothing, though and made us something. Different stretch of road knew something to see. Every state on the map, a different something to eat. Very humble uh, uh, lyrics, you know. Uh, so let's break it down. So rough, it was downright wrong, I tell you. Nobody gave us nothing but tough time and made us something. So I totally, so the meaning is the fact that they were so poor and faced so much uh, adversity shaped them to be who they are. They did not get a free ride. You know, everything that they had, they had to work hard for it, you know, which showed me, you know, you can feel the struggle in, the vo in their voices. Different stretch of road knew something to see. Every state on the map, a different something to eat. So, of course, they're referring to uh, state to state, uh, how like you know different different states have different flavors 
And what I mean by flavors is, you know, like I live in Montreal and I could drive to New York and New York's gonna have its own flavor. The same thing that I could drive to Philly and, you know, Philly's gonna have its own flavor. You know, the Windy City is gonna have its own flavor and they're all like, you know, Jersey, you know, Jersey don't feel like Philly, you know, and Jersey don't feel like New York, you know. So, of course, different from state to state. And for the people, uh, in my, a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, I actually took a road trip, uh, me and my college uh, uh, friends, we drove from actually Montreal to uh, Miami, and then Miami to LA, uh, a trip that, you know, we actually, like, we, it took us the whole summer to do that. And it was incredible to see each time you cross a state, and it is totally different. Now, being like a city, a guy from the city, you know, I'm in Montreal, you know, I got like mad family in New York. There's like all of these like middle states, you know, uh, the infamous Midwest that I've actually never got to visit. And some places, I remember it's like time stood still from like the 50s, you know. Hence, I'm going back to the Nappy Roots uh, Lea, uh, lyrics where they say, um, every state on the map a different song to eat, you know, different flavors. Courtesy of Genius.com, and this is why I party people for lyrics, I give it a 3.5. For the reason, yeah, you know, the lyrics are uh, interesting, original. However, flow-wise, nothing comes out uh, really. You know, like, I cannot, so there are three rappers, and I'm like, none of them really, like, stood out, you know, no one really, uh, I felt from my point of view, uh, I really liked them as an ensemble, as a group, uh, however, when you look at them individually, they should not go solo, that's what I'm trying to say, <laughs> alright, production party beat, production which consists of beat, mixing, scratching, engineering, so, uh, it starts with a bluesy, soulful guitar riff, then the kick hits, then the snare contrast of the kick, then uh, I'll blend it, it with some strings, and to soften it everything, uh, to give it like a little bit of a, of a melancholic vibe, you know, and all that is looped with a solid hook by, uh, sang by Anthony uh, Anthony Hamilton on the vocals. Now, for don't know, those that don't know Anthony Hamilton, now that's an R&B singer, you know. Uh, and Anthony ha uh, Hamilton uh, got his break because he was a uh, backup vocal for D'Angelo. And uh, as soon as uh, uh, he could, he was able to branch out uh, on his own. So, produced by uh, Track Boys and Mike Karen. So. Um, I'm not super familiar with Track Boys. They did do uh, actually a few uh, solid hits. Of course, southern hits like Tipsy by Jaquan, uh, Air Force One by Nelly. But after two 2005, not much came out of uh, the Track Boys. Then you have Mike Karen. Uh, we actually did Hell of a Life. Uh, by Kanye West, uh, I Love College by Asher Roth, and uh, Let It Roll by, by uh, Flo Rida. Um, Asher Roth, oh my god, I haven't heard that name in 
a long time. Courtesy of WhoSampled.com, and this is why I give it a 3.75.5. A good beat, you know, it's a good beat. Uh, I do like the soulful uh, feel, and also there's a little bit of a, a sadness uh, with uh, the, the guitar riff. Um, also, it still remains a loop, and you know how I like Mr. Ron likes complexity in his beats, and for these reasons, I will give him a 3.75 on 5. Alright, so party people, it's time for another top chicken, 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 five. So party people, here's my top five 2002 albums, and of course, in no particular order. So I will start with clips, Lord Willing, uh-huh. So for all those that don't know, this was Pusher T and his twin brother Malice. Great album. Many hits came out. Some club hits. Some street shit, hardcore, you know, some other tracks were more lyrical. Just a great album. I, I listen to it on, on the regular. This is like an album that I've carried with me since uh, 2002. Uh, Scarface with The Fix. I was always a huge Scarface fan. Uh, however, I find that sometimes production could be a little... A little southern, yeah. You know, like... Um, uh, for the longest time, Mike D, who is like a great producer for uh, uh, Rap-A-Lot, uh, did a lot of beats for uh, Scarface. However, for The Fix, I find just the fact that he had like... Uh, again, I'm not saying that Mike Dean is not an A1 producer, but he got like producers like The Neptunes, and you know, that's just the first one that came into my head. Uh, it actually gave it another vibe, and I totally, totally enjoyed this album. Godson by Nas, that of course after uh, the, the whole ether, you know, J versus Nas, I, I really love this album, you know, totally love uh, Godson. That was a, a good follow-up to a comeback. The Blueprint by J, of course, it's like you can't have one without the other, you know, it's like one is peanut butter and the other one is jelly, you know. They hate each other, but they also love each other, you know? And they, you can mix them quite easily. <laughs> Nas and Jay, peanut butter and jelly. And for number five, I'm going with Quality by Talib Kweli. Uh, by the way, for, for, oh, for those that don't know, Talib Kweli is definitely one of my top five MCs, best MCs of all time. Um, I know, I know I'm going to get a lot of people mad, but yo, it's my show. I get to choose. That's right. So party people, this is the top five 2002 uh, uh, best albums. Okay. So uh, before we get back into the review here at 40 Years of Hip Hop, we use Buzzsprout for our podcast. They get your show listed on every podcast platform available. We were, we were able to get 10,000 downloads with, uh, uh, with it. no wait, 20,000 downloads because we yeah we actually we crossed over 20,000 downloads within like a year maybe like a year and a half <clears throat> and as Buzzsprout members you will get a great looking podcast platform an audio player that you can drop into uh, any websites even WordPress templates you will also benefit from a detailed analytics and tools to promote your episode 
like an audio video snippet of your podcast called Soundbites. However, for me, uh, my thing is that I get to generate a second revenue by talking about something that I'm passionate about. Think about it. Are you a fan of something? You must be a fan. There has to be something that you're a fan of. Yeah, you. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Yeah. You know, think about it. You know, podcast about it. You know, all it takes is a little bit of work, you know, a little commitment and boom, you know, you have yourself a second revenue. Not only that, but again, you don't need, uh, uh, there's no contract. You can cancel at any time. There are no hidden fees. And after you basically complete, you complete your second invoice, Buzzsprout will actually give you a $20 Amazon gift certificate, you know? So, of course, links in our episode notes below. And part of people, Buzzsprout is the way to go. And now, let's get back to the review. So, is this song still relevant? Huh? Was it able to stand the test of time? And if so, how? Well, the way I see it, um, it's a song from 2002. It's gonna be 20 years old. Uh, for me, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's an old song. Um, but it's one of those that kind of like always remain or stay in my head, you know. Um, I would not qualify it as a classic. But it's also not a song that is forgotten, even though not a lot of people are rolling down with Nappy Rose. And I can see that with their measly 25.5 thousand followers. Uh, however, the video um, for Folk did get 26 million uh, reviews, so that's fair. You know, that's fair. And my man, you know, uh, just jamming reacted to it, you know, so that's good. And this is why party people I give it a 3.75 on 5. It's, it's not a classic. It's not current. But it's also not forgotten. It's not a track that you're going to go, oh, yeah. You know? Even though some people might. Anyways, party people. Powerful impact. Boom from the cannon. Was this song impactful? Well, I'll tell you, part of people, this, this song uh, impacted me, like I said, because in the year now, again, I'm from the 90s, right? So when I'm seeing like around like 2000, I'm seeing like a lot of uh, um, the production is becoming a little more uh, club friendly, you know, um, samples are not being used uh, uh, like... Uh, they're not being used, which actually makes me think that, um, yeah, uh, like I was saying, for the production, there is no sample, okay? And that's a new trend from the year 2000. So that's one thing that uh, the year uh, 2000 uh, brought to hip-hop culture. It's the fact that, you know what? We no longer have to make a beat with a sample. We could just create the beat from scratch, which is an idea that as for me, okay, as simple as it may be, I was like, oh, oh yeah, it's true. We don't absolutely need a sample. And again, if the beat is dope, the beat is dope, you know? And of course, 
um, I'm not for uh, just like omitting all of the old ways. Absolutely not. Uh, the same way, I'm not for, well, you know what? It was done like that 20 years ago. Well, it should stay like that. Absolutely not. You know, there's always constant progress. Okay. So uh, that's why for me, it doesn't really bother me. Okay. Um, and uh, the song impacted me because, like I was saying, year 2000, a lot of like club friendly hits. Um, the music is switching. You know, every year uh, it gets more and more, I would say, synthetic, okay? Keyboard heavy, less samples, less real uh, uh, instruments. And here comes Nappy Roots, and they basically added a, a bluesy, folksy, uh, I mean, like, the brothers are from Kentucky for the love of God. You know what I'm saying? I don't even, I, yo, Kentucky. I can't name you a rapper from Kentucky besides these guys. And that's the beauty of it. Because of I find like there are people that were they, that opened that paved the way, that opened hip-hop to different sub-genres. So, did it chart? Yes, it did. And it actually did uh, quite well. US Billboard Hot 100 charted at uh, number 21. The U.S. Uh, Hot R&B and Hip Hop Song Billboard at number 13, and the Billboard U.S. Hot Rap Songs at number 10, and the Billboard U.S. Rhythmic was at number 14. Of course, at the year-end chart, um, the song was at in number 64. So, still not bad. Okay, still not bad. And this is why by the people I give it a 3.5 on 5. It charted. That's cool. It wasn't a number one. And it doesn't need to, it doesn't need to be, you know. Um, it doesn't need to be, however, what I like is when a song that should be on the billboard is. There are songs that um I feel that sometimes they're they were written to be popular okay they were written to be hip pop okay um and some songs they were just so good that they basically charted okay and i believe that uh paul folks is one of those it's one of those songs that it was so good that it charted um and for this reason why this is why i give it three point five Alright party people, so let's take a look. So for originality, I give it a 4 on 5, okay? Definitely an original track. Um, the fact that um, they're a little more soulful, uh, the beat is a little more, I would say, country-ish, soul-ish, bluesy-ish, you know? But it definitely brought a different vibe. To, uh, um, to hip hop music in the early 2000s. Delivery lyrics and flow, I give it a 3.5. Cool lyrics, nothing memorable. Um, I like the fact that, you know, these guys are really humble, you know. It's not about, like, they're not talking about, like, glitz and glamour, you know. Uh, they're talking about everyday people with, you know, everyday stories. And, and uh, 
it, it was it was it was good. It was a good change of pace. I thought. Production three point seventy five on five. Cool beat, you know. I like the the again the 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 whole um I would say country aspect of it. Uh, but it is a loop, okay. Uh, and you know how, how I like I like my beats with a little more complexity. Uh, relevant and longevity 3.75 it's not a forgotten track but it's also not a track that everyone is humming it is 20 some years old and impact I gave it a 3.5 I mean like the song did chart it wasn't a number one it did chart so it deserves a 3.5 for a grand total for the people so for a grand total of 14.75 on 25 and which is a 59% okay so not not uh fantastic so let me double check that that's right party people for a 59% so party people thank you for sharing this moment together subscribe like share and party people support 40 years of 40 years of hip-hop by buying us a coffee so that we can continue dropping this amazing weekly podcast. Tune back, uh, tune in uh, next week as I will be reviewing MCs Act Like They Don't Know by uh, the Blastmaster KRS-One. Party people, this is your host with the most, Mr. Ron, wishing you happy Honolulu, peace, and I'm out.